0: Terms and conditions apply. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silence and critics eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. or golf teachers. Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's I do. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's I do. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney.
1: Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. That's my website. That's where you go to find out information about taking golf lessons from me at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. And uh, if you want to get better golf, that's how you do it. You come see me, and we will get you dialed in for this year. You'll be playing better golf. One of the things I do with my students is is I offer this to everybody when they come and take a lesson. I said, you know, you can text me a video of your swing, and I will be happy. Like I give all my students my my cell phone number, and I, I tell them, just text me video of your swing, tell me what your ball's doing, and I will help you, you know, over the text. I mean, I'll tell you, hey, you need to do a little more of this, a little, little more of that. But it's a little easier to do when somebody's taking a lesson, because I'm not, you know, you know, I'm not sending them something that they have no idea what I'm talking about. You know, it's, it's, I, I tell them it's not going to be like I'm talking Greek when I send you a uh, you know video back, a little analysis of what you're doing and some thoughts on what you need to do better because it's going to be something that you heard when you when you had had the lesson. Uh, but go there and check it out, HaneyUniversity.com if you're interested in a lesson and at least sign up for my free instructional videos. They go out weekly and they will help you play better golf for sure. All right. Uh, I am teaching in Paradise Valley, Arizona. Now, I don't think I've talked about this before. I I I got a story to tell today. We recently moved. This is like, well, three weeks ago. We moved to Chicago. Chicago, Illinois. Yes, believe it or not. We moved to Chicago. And people think... We have lost our minds. Let me clarify. We're not living in Chicago. We're living in Lake Forest, Illinois. Lake Forest is like 32 miles north of the city of Chicago. It's an absolute beautiful suburb right on Lake Michigan. It's a beautiful place. I actually grew up like three miles or four miles from my house in Deerfield, Illinois, and I was actually born at Lake Forest Hospital. So, and never in a million years did I think that I would ever go back to Chicago. As a matter of fact, I tell people, I said, Chicago is a great place to be from. Emphasis on the from. Major emphasis on the from. But here we are. We bought a house. My wife Suzanne and I and our son Henry have moved to Chicago, Lake Forest, Illinois. And people think we are absolutely out of our mind. Our friends think we are crazy. And people tell you, oh, my God, Hank, the weather. What are you doing there? Let me explain something to you. We did not move for the weather. That is clear. There's no doubt about it. We did not move. Although, I have to be honest. Um, Arizona, the weather is typically pretty great, but it does get hot. Matter of fact, this was a terrible winter. We had a, we had a horrible winter it was never as bad as Chicago. But we had a terrible winter in Arizona. We never had the seventies. We never had the eighties. I mean, I, it is, I'm, I'm back here teaching right now in Arizona at, at my studio for a few days. I come back a, a couple times a month and teach and, um, you know, help the students that I have and help the new students. And I'll come more if I have to. And I'm looking for a place in Chicago. I'm, I'm looking to, to find a place in Chicago to teach. So who knows? Maybe somebody will hear my podcast. And uh, I don't know. You need a Hall of Fame teacher? We, you know, we'll, <laughs> we can work it out. No, um, but, but in the, in the meantime, I'm still coming back to Arizona and I will come back to Arizona because I got a lot of great students here and I want to, want to help everybody. And we, we still have our house in, in uh, paradise Valley, which is a beautiful place, but it it was a terrible winter. I mean, it was like it, it, we had no seventies or eighties or anything. And now it's, now it's nineties, you know, upper nineties. So we just, we just skipped. That's kind of the way it is. Arizona, they talk about, you know, how it's uh, a great winter. There's two seasons in Arizona. You got, uh, Summer and winter. That's all. There's there no spring. There's no spring and there's no fall. Well, I, that, that won't be a problem in, Ch- in Chicago. Uh, we definitely got four seasons there, and summer lasts about two weeks. Um, actually, people say summers really nice in Chicago. I mean, it is if it ever starts. I don't know. It, like the last couple of weeks, it's been. We had a, like an 80 degree day and a 78 degree day, and then the next day, literally. Literally, the next day after it was eighty one day, the next day it was snowing. <laughs> oh my god, um, I remember that. So, so why did we move to Chicago? We moved to Chicago because my son Henry plays hockey, and that's why we moved. You know, I mean, that it, uh, it's just as simple as that. And like our fr- like I said, our friends think we're nuts. What are you doing moving to Chicago? Why would you move to Chicago? Oh, the weather's so bad in Chicago. Like I said, we didn't move for the weather. We moved because our son Henry plays hockey. And the hockey in Chicago is great. Hockey in Arizona is not bad, but it's not Chicago. They got one tier one program in Arizona. They got like five in Chicago. You play in Arizona and if you want to play, you know, against good competition, you've got to drive, you know, well, you can't drive. You gotta fly. You gotta fly somewhere. You gotta fly to Chicago, Detroit, Minnesota, Boston. You gotta go somewhere. You know, there's a good team in California. The Ducks are a good team. You can go play them. How many times can you play the same team? You you, you you want to have some competition? You got to go play. You know where the competition is, and you got to fly to get there. And it's you know it, this 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 kids hockey is expensive. I mean, it's like super expensive. So anyway, and the coaching, to be honest with you, I mean, you know what? I have this thing. I you know I'm a coach. You know I'm I'm not just a coach. I mean I've been a <laughs> Very successful coach. I mean, I taught touring pros for thirty-five years. I worked the greatest player, arguably in the history of the game, for six years during the most prolific time in his career. I, I, I you know, am in the World Golf Teachers Hall of Fame, I'm in the Texas Golf Hall of Fame. I mean, for my coaching, that's what got me there. And I value coaching like, like I don't know, I don't know if it's possible to value coaching more than I value coaching. I, I think it is, it, uh, it, it is so important. You can't. You can't. Over, you can't, uh, you, you can't uh, overstate it. It's it's impossible to overstate. I mean, if you want to get better at something, you have to have somebody. Somebody has to help you. It's like when I started coaching. I I I I worked with John John Jacobs and the John Jacobs Golf Schools, and before that, I worked with Jim Hardy. I mean, these are John Jacobs, in my mind, the greatest golf instructor the world's ever seen. And Jim Hardy one of the greatest golf instructors the world the world's ever seen and they helped me and they helped me learn and and you know mentored me and I just i value coaching like like i, I can't I can't tell you how much I value coaching i mean it's just you want to be good at something I think you have to be willing to go to whatever lengths you have to go to to get the best coaching that you can possibly get to like you have to you have to be willing to travel wherever pay whatever and find good great mentoring help and that is is why we moved to chicago because our son henry is he's only been playing hockey for like 2 years but he's really loves it and he's really good and the one thing i didn't want to have happen i didn't want to get two years down i mean i'm 60 i'm I'm 67 years old i'm gonna be 68 years old this year i got one kid one kid he's 10 years old that's it i got one kid and you know what i got i got like one priority in my life and my priority is my family my wife and my kid. It's not the weather. Now, do I like freezing my ass off? Not particularly. Although, you know what? i kind of gotten used to it. I grew up freezing my ass off. Uh, and now I'm in a hockey rink all the time watching my son practice and play. So, I'm kind of used to freezing my ass off. So now, you know, it's just so I, you mean, know, I'm freezing my ass off in Chicago or freezing my ass off at the rink, you know, here. It was actually kind of good freezing my ass off in Arizona because it's so freaking hot that, you know, going in the, the hockey rink every day was a little reprieve, you know, at least the hour we spent in there. But, but yeah, I, I, I'm not, you know, weather is not my like biggest thing. I mean, I, I, I will say, you know, I, I, I do enjoy better weather. But um, you know what? I didn't want to get two years down the road, and and think to myself, you know what? I, I didn't I didn't give my son the best opportunity I, I could give him. I, I didn't give him the best opportunity with coaching. I didn't give him the best opportunity with you know playing better competition. I, I couldn't live with that. My wife couldn't live with that. We we, we couldn't couldn't live with that possibility. I I, I, I couldn't do it he he works hard he loves the game he practices hard he skates hard he's good he's talented you know he's going to play for a team next year and and uh, mount prospect only called the reapers they're 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 going to be if they're not the best team in the country for his age group they'll be top 2 top 3 i mean that's absolutely guaranteed they got so many good players it's incredible he made the 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 T- team that's playing at the brick tournament this year. Biggest 10-year-old tournament there is. One of the biggest hockey tournaments there is anywhere. It's in Edmonton, Canada. They're playing there this summer. He made the Western Selects team. They've got, they took 14 kids from 13 states. Th- 13 Western states he made that team. He's he's good. I mean, he's he's got a chance to be good. That's all he's got. He's got a chance. I, you know, I have kids come take lessons from me all the time and have for forever. You know, and some of them are you know, got a chance. Some of them don't. You know, he. it's like I can tell when somebody's got a chance. I've been doing this forever. I can't, you know, I, what's their body like? What's their attitude like? You know what a big thing is in sports, especially like youth sports, let me tell you the biggest thing. You got to have the body. And like in golf. if you can't swing that club fast enough, I mean you can play nice golf, you can play high school golf, you can play college golf, but nowadays you can't swing at 120 miles an hour, you're not playing a PJ tour. it ain't, it ain't happening. The game's changed. it's not happening. you got to have a body you got you know it's, it's the same thing in all sports. If you're big and slow, there's a spot for you. If you're little, you better be fast and if you're big and fast, you're a superstar. But like golf, you better, you, you know, you, you've gotta, you gotta be able to produce the speed. You have to have the club head speed. Club head speed gives you potential. That's why I always say it's the most important aspect of the game of golf in determining your potential. You gotta have club head speed. But you gotta have a body. You gotta have a work ethic. You gotta have the attitude. I mean, those are the things I look People say, what do you look for? Can they swing the club fast enough? You know, do they have, you know, do they have the physical attributes? Or is it a possibility? You know, is it a possibility? I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, I, clearly, you know, some of that's genetics. There's no, you know, most of it's genetics. It's, let's, let's, let's be real. I, I remember the first couple, Henry played, Henry played youth football, flag football. This was my first, you know, uh, experience with kids sports. We played, you know, flag football. We golfed for this team, okay? First up, kids flag football, five, six years old whatever, you know, there's basically two positions. You got quarterback who takes the ball and runs with it, or you got uh, quarterback hands it to the running back. You know, first of all, I'm not going to coach my kid. First of all, I'm not a football coach. I'm a golf coach. I, could I figure out how to coach football? Yeah, I could figure out. How to, I watched football my whole life. I, I, you know what? I could figure out how to run a football practice. I could coach. You know what I could do? I could coach football better than any of those dad coaches out there coaching football. But I'm not going to coach football because I, I don't, I don't want to coach football. That's not what I do. I want to just watch my kid play football, so we go out there to watch my kid play football, and we got you know one dad coach, and guess what? That dad coach, his son is playing quarterback. We got another dad coach, and that son's dad coach, his his son is playing running back. Oh, that's a surprise! One dad coach's kids playing quarterback. One dad kid's coach is playing running back. Amazing. Okay. I'm thinking, are to got any trials for these positions, or you know, are we just you know, you just your dad coach? And by the way, the dad coach, the dad coach whose whose kid is playing quarterback, the dad coach is is five seven, and the mom is five one. Okay, the dad's five seven, and the mom's five one. You think what? You think your kid's gonna gonna uh, fucking play quarterback in the NFL? I mean, <laughs> Jesus, give me a break. I mean, come on, seriously. I'm watching this. I'm like. Get, get get me out of here! I mean, this is ridiculous. So we, I put up with that for like a year or something, you know. And Henry was decent and was you know, he, he he was okay. He you know, he's, well, you throw. They told him in practice when they, you know, they're throwing the football. Game, they told him don't throw it so hard at the other kids. And I'm like, <laughs> I get the, well, why don't you put him at quarterback then? If, if you, you know, I tell him he's don't throw it so hard in practice. Now <laughs> you got a kid who can't throw it ten yards is playing quarterback. Oh my god. Get me out of there. You know, I mean, so, so then he starts, he, he decides, he, Henry's only been skating for two years. He decided, he, he decided, one day he starts skating up in Flagstaff. We had a house up in Flagstaff, Arizona, and a, a rink out there at the uh, Pine Pine Canyon, at the uh, place we belong And and they had an artificial rink outside. And he stayed, skated one day, and, and and he skated, and all day, he was out there for like eight hours, and he skated, and he skated. Next day, he's out there for eight hours, said, I want to go skating. And he says, I want to play hockey. And I'm like, oh. I'm thinking, fuck. I mean, we're going to play hockey. I mean, we're. How are we going to play hockey? I mean, we're. I mean, you're eight years old. I mean, these kids have been skating since they're three. We're not going to play hockey. I mean, he wants to play hockey. And I thought, you know, man, he's out here all day. I mean, he's, he, he kind of, he really, maybe this is it. You know, I always told Suzanne, I said, I just want to find something that Henry's passionate about. I don't care what it is. I played hockey as a kid. Hockey's a great kid sport. I mean, it's a, hockey's a great sport, period. It's phenomenal. But I said, you know what, I don't care. I don't care what he plays. Play whatever you want. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to, but, you know, whatever we do, we're, we're going to do the right way. I, I le- You know what? I learned that from Ernie Keeney. I, I, I taught I taught Ernie Keeney's kids in Dallas, and his kids were great. Probably the greatest family in, in uh, amateur golf history in the United States, the Keeney family. Uh, Tripp was a, f- a four-time college All-American, lost a Tiger at the U.S. Amateur Finals at, uh, at, uh, at TPC Sawgrass. Um, he won the U.S. Mid-Amateur. I mean, he was a great player. He you know, struck the ball in high school as good as any touring pro. Incredible player. Unbelievable. Kid, kid hit the golf ball so good it was unbelievable. Brother Hank played for me at SMU, three-time All-American, uh, won the U.S. Amateur, played on the PGA Tour. <laughs> Incredible. You know, I mean, these kids were so good. And Kelly was the best one. I mean, she was the best one. You know, It's like 5'2", diabetic, had everything going against her. Won two U.S. amateurs, won a British amateur, played on the LPGA tour. I mean, these kids were so so good. And and Ernie used to say, he said he said, you know what? He said, you know, if if the kids don't want to play golf, that's okay. We'll go do something else. It doesn't matter. We'll do whatever. He said if they don't want to play golf. We'll do we'll do something else. He said, but whatever it is we do, we're going to do the same way. And I learned that from him. You know, I mean, we're gonna, you know what? And I'm the same way. We're to, you know, whatever it is we're going to do. If this is what we're going to do, we're going to, if Henry don't want to play hockey, that's fine. We'll go do something else. But whatever it is we're going to do, we're going to do the same way. And I, think I can tell you what it isn't going to be. It ain't going to be some half-ass, I can tell you that. And we're going to get coaching, and we're going to get – and It's not going to be no dad coach. Okay, I've had it with the dad coaches. I've seen enough of that. I, I don't. You know what? I'm sure there's some good dad coaches. You know, they say 80% of – Parents coach their kids. I'm like, my God, what what, what qualifications do these parents have? Like, this makes it, it half the time it makes a mockery out of the profession. The I'm talking coaching profession. Like, people think they can coach because they used to play a sport. Like, there's actually some skill in coaching. Not the least of which is knowing the mechanics of whatever it is you're coaching. But there's actually like, like you have to have like communication skills and you have to have motivation skills and you have, and you can't just show incredible bias like these fricking dad coaches do with their kids. It's like ridiculous. I'm like, I told my wife, I said, I, that's it. I'm done. I'm not having these dad coaches. It's this craziness. I want to like a real coach. Like a real coach, not a dad coach. And this other thing they do with these, in this, these kids is like everybody gets a, everybody gets a chance. What, what, what do you mean everybody? Okay, you know what? I'm all for everybody getting a little bit of a chance. But we're playing travel. We're on a travel team. We're spending so much money going to these tournaments, and we're on a travel team. Shouldn't we like try to win? I mean, like. Like, just a little bit? A little bit? We went to a tournament in in, in Dallas this year playing on our hockey team. Uh, Henny was on. We get to the finals. And we played four games there or five games. Everybody got a chance. You know, we're rolling the lines. One, two, three. We're rolling these lines. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Give everybody a chance. We got to the finals. We're in the final game. Goes to overtime. It's tied, 2-2. We go to overtime. We got four skaters on the ice. We got our best three players on the ice and one other kid, okay? 18 seconds into overtime, there's a whistle. And the coach pulls the three best players off the ice and sticks out two coaches' kids and two other players. Eight seconds later, the one kid whiffs, the other kid falls down, and the guy's got a break away from center ice, and we lose the tournament. And I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I can't take it. Like, I don't care. You know, listen, I don't, I'm fine losing. I got no problem with Henry losing. I got no problem whatsoever. It's just part of life. You got to learn to lose. You've got to learn you know what it motivates you it's part of the deal Henry ain't crying in the locker room when we lose it's just you know hey it's a hockey game it's not a it's not you know what but but let's not try to lose I mean let's not try to lose but you know what it's all right you can learn a lot of things from losing hey get let's get better let's work harder we just lost you know what we got to do we got to work harder we got to practice harder we got to get better that's what we got to do Okay, that's all right. That's fine. I don't, I got no problem with that lesson. But but let's not try to lose. I mean, come on. I mean, let's let's just not purposely try to lose. Let's not see if we can lose. I mean, let's 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 try to win. This is You know, Henry played played uh, little league, a little t-ball, little t- kids t-ball. You know what little kids t-ball now? I played baseball when I was a kid. You know, little little kids t-ball. You know what they do? It's ridiculous. Everybody bats every inning. Like, seriously, they, every kid comes to bat. They play three innings. Every kid comes to bat. At the end of each inning, it's nine to nine. Henry must have asked me a hundred times Dad, are we winning? Dad, are we winning? Dad, are we winning? No, we're tied. It's nine to nine. It's 18 to 18. It's 27 27. And at the end of the freaking season, everybody gets a trophy. Are you kidding me? Like, how does that teach anybody anything about life? Get me out of there. Get me out of there. Get me out of there. Can't take it. Uh, We ain't playing that stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Everybody gets a trophy. Come on. I mean, are you kidding me? Seriously? That's life? Everybody gets a trophy? Hey, you know, you're losing? Practice harder. Work harder. You're not getting any playing time? Work harder, skate harder. Yeah, that's what that that that's real life. That's 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 what it is. See, and 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 that's why. Like, I want to give I want to give my son like a chance to, you know, to pursue his dreams. Right? You know, I mean, I have the wherewithal to do that. That's why we moved to Chicago. Not, not hard to figure out.
3: Those are the most obvious. But let's say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2 of the award-winning
2: film podcast and this time
1: You know, some people get it. I got. I like. I saw a guy today, and uh, he was a great athlete. His kids were great athletes. Played pickleball with him, friend of mine, Curtis Eckmark. He's a, he's a really good pickleball player. Great athlete. Played basketball. At Marquette taught some AEU. You know, he was a dad coach, but but he didn't act like a dad coach. Okay, and uh, he coach coach girls basketball, and they had like the best team in the country. See. Let me tell you something. You have the best team in the country and you're a dad coach. You're not coaching like a dad coach. Dad coaches coach like, you know, they're just trying to rig everything for their kid. Okay. That's how dad coaches coach. Like if I was a dad coach, cause I, you know, if I, I could be, if I was a dad coach, I would be overboard, you know, uh, you know, not giving everything to my kid. Cause that's just the way I am. Most dad coaches can't do that. They just can't, they can't, they can't help themselves. Anyway, I was talking to Curtis and he said, "He said, uh, man, that's great you moved to Chicago. That is really incredible, giving your son that opportunity. you know. But a lot of people don't get it. They say, oh, what are you doing? Why are you going to Chicago? Oh, my God, Hank, you know how cold it is there? I'm like, but I didn't move for the weather. I'm moving to give my son an opportunity to pursue a dream. You know, and so it what if he doesn't want to play hockey? Well, it's all right. We'll move somewhere else. I don't care. I mean, maybe he'll want to play golf. I don't know. We'll move then we'll move somewhere else. It's just it doesn't matter to me. I like I'm not my happiness is not derived from where I'm living. You know, I mean I can deal with weather. Yeah, it's not my first choice, but I can deal with it. But my first choice is is is, you know, given given my son Henry opportunity. That that's it. I was teaching in, 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 in uh, Dallas, you know, this is years ago, and I had somebody come up to me and said, Hank, who's the best sports psychologist in Dallas? And I said, oh, man, the best sports psychologist in Dallas. I said I have, I, have no I said, I have no earthly idea. I said, I have no earthly idea. I said, now I can tell you the best three in the, in the, in the world. I have no idea who the best one in Dallas is. I mean, that's not how I operate. I want it. I want the best. Like I want to have an op- I want to have a chance. I went up to uh, to to Chicago last summer just to check it out. And Henry skated one day with with Brian Kane. Uh, Brian's a, he has a company called Prodigy Hockey. He's a phenomenal coach. I knew he was. He's he's Dale Talon's son-in-law. Dale used to be the general manager of the uh, Chicago Blackhawks and the uh, Florida Panthers, good friend of mine. And uh, Brian's his son-in-law, and he's he's the skills coach for the Chicago Blackhawks, and, for, and he was Patrick Kane's skills coach, still is. But Patrick got traded. One of the greatest players ever, and you know he's a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Uh, playing for the New York Rangers now. Anyway. Uh, I told my wife, I said, now, this is, you're going to, I mean, you can tell you, I can tell you right away what this is going to be like. I can just tell you. Henry's going to go get a lesson. He's going to skate with Brian. I said, this will be, this will be like taking a golf lesson from Hank Haney versus taking a golf lesson from Joe, the assistant pro at some golf course. That's what this will be like. And within five minutes, my wife goes, whoa. This is, this is really impressive. And that is why we moved to Chicago. Because I want that coaching. I want that coaching because coaching makes a difference. You want to be great at I don't care what it is. You got I whatever your passion is, whatever you're trying to pursue Okay, I have people all the time tell me, Hank, I've taken a lot, I've taken a lot of golf lessons. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? You never taken a golf lesson from me. I mean, you've taken a got a lot of golf lessons. All you need to do to be a golf coach is to find somebody that's stupid enough to listen to you. If you can find somebody that's stupid enough to listen to you, you can be a golf coach. That's it. That's all you got to do. That doesn't, there's no qualifications. There's no tryouts. There's no school you have to go to. There's no certification. There's nothing. All you got to do to be a golf coach is find somebody that's stupid enough to listen to you. And you're a golf coach. That's it. That's it. All you got to do to be a hockey coach is, is, is find somebody stupid enough to let you do it. Or you know what? You could have a dad that's, a son that's playing and you could be a dad coach. That's all you got to do. Might not make you good at it. No. And you know what? People say, well, this guy's really good. <laughs> compared to who? This guy's a really good teacher. This guy's a really good golf teacher. Compared to who? Who are we comparing it to? I, 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 you know, uh, <laughs> not compared to me, he's not. You know, he might be good compared to somebody that's no good. But he's not compared, not compared to somebody that's really good, and that's that's the, the, the that's the Chicago story. That's why I'm living in Chicago. So, thinking about opening up a place there, I might open up a, a, a teaching studio there. This indoor teaching is like phenomenal. I love it. I I, I having a simulator. I might open up a studio in Chicago. Have like, uh, you know, three, four, five simulators. Puts you know, train some teachers to, to there. It's such a it's such an incredible golf area. I uh, I might I might do that. I might, you know what, it's never too late. I'm sixty 67, almost sixty eight. Why not? Got nothing else to do while my sons in, uh, going to school before it's before it's time to go practice hockey. But anyway, that's that's all I got for today. Uh, that's my uh, move to Chicago story. And yeah, I know, I'm freezing my ass off. Although we timed it pretty good because the weather's going to hopefully start getting better. And um, you know what? So far, it's been great. I can't believe how much my son has improved in just a few weeks. It's it's crazy. You know why? Coaching. You know, coaching, playing with, with a higher level of competition forces you to step up. Just kind of same thing and everything. So it's no different than anything in life. It's all the same. It's all the same. All right, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, go to Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Get your Voodoo Pain Relief right there. If you've got the uh, muscle soreness, joint pain, arthritis pain, it will 100% help you. out. Guaranteed. Absolutely guaranteed. And uh, we will talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast.